Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Channel Zero, Butcher's Block, I had to think about that there. Because well, it's the only thing that I don't say season number, alright? I have to think about it. But yes, Channel Zero, Butcher's Block, episode 4, is called Alice in Slaughterland, which, I mean, we've been talking, I brought up in episode 1, she's called Alice because we're going to have Alice in Wonderland comparisons. Then last week, someone actually flat out made the comparison and then this week we got the title, which is just a play on the, the title. The, the yeah. Wonderland. So, uh, full spoilers for the episode, as always, uh, and we'll get dove into this. What did you, how did you feel in episode four? What are you, what's your thoughts? Uh, I think it's a pretty solid episode. I think the character work's a bit weaker than it has been typically this season. I think it's my least favourite of the season, mainly because yeah. I felt like it focused on a couple of things, and one of the things it focused on was Alice wandering through a field, getting riddles, and not really much else with her. It, it did feel a little bit abstract for the sake of being abstract yeah i didn't really feel like there was much else to get obviously there's a couple of heightened moments towards the end sure but it, it felt like a lot of it was that we had a couple of flashbacks to zoe kind of her first like major freakouts, accusing the neighbor of uh, like being a peeping tom or whatever and he seems like he's just a nice enough old guy and he's <laughs> and he's got he's just doing his gardening he wants to plant his flowers he's yeah yeah he's doing his thing um and she, she's and because at first like is she is she is this real? Has he actually done something that he's not supposed to? Has he been a creep? And then when Alice, when Alice comes out and she's like, "Oh, you're not my sister. You're not my," I'm like, "Okay, no, he's not done anything. This is just yeah, <laughs> yeah she's just she's just off the wall." Yeah. yeah. Um, and I thought I thought the scenes themselves were fine. I'm not necessarily sure why, like how they fit into this episode specifically. No, I agree. They're just kind of more of the backstory, but they're not relevant here. The reason why I say that is because I was, kept, I mean, I wasn't thinking that the first couple of them, but I, we had like two or three, and then I, I kept thinking, okay, there's going to be another one that kind of rounds out what the story of the flashbacks are, and it never mm. came. There was never like a final flashback that kind of said that was the point of the telling that part of the story. No, it was just her first incident, which again we, we've seen with like the mother. We saw mm. that, so it's the next part of that story. But for this episode in particular, I'm not sure it has any specific weight. I think that goes back to what we spoke about last week, about how it's more of a one six-part thing that you should probably binge-watch rather than individual episodes. Agreed. And this one, I think, is probably the one that suffered the most from that, because I I really felt like there should be one more flashback that sort of rounds them out as a set, if that makes sense. Yeah, Yeah, something to give it this episode's story. Yeah, and it never really gave it that. It just kind of, they're there, they're parts of the puzzle, but there was no more afterwards, and it just kind of felt like, okay, well, fine. Um, The the embodiment of her schizophrenia has evolved, though. (laughs) Yeah. Into a very creepy-looking image of, like, basically a person, but with a really big plastic head. It's like a big paper mache puffy head. Yeah. But it's the little face that was on a brain. And it's yeah, big, yeah, yeah. And it's chasing around. It's just stretched out. Rutger Hoyer shanks it. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. And basically, hey, like, it has to be, you know, it has to be taken out. Like, you know, it's, killing it won't be enough. It has to be, has to be uh, removed completely. And... Mm. The episode ends because you know Zoe's been there all episode, and we'll get to her stuff there. But she she's brought into the, the sort of the, the parlor, if you will, with the rest of the family, and and Zoe's there too. And she's like, Alice, don't, Alice, don't go, <laughs> make a run for it. These people are crazy. And Alice kind of accepts it, and you know takes the drink, and she's part of the family. And it became very obviously. It looks up at the painting, the big you know family portrait on the on the wall. Mm-hmm. It's like it's very clear he wants two people to replace his daughters. 
Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's no surprise that it's a pair of sisters, uh, of course. Uh, which is fine. I, I don't think it plays... Because that's the end of the episode. That's what we got to credits on. I don't know if it plays like, like a huge moment. I think mainly because two reasons. One... We kind of already got that. That's why he was, in, you know, he was interested in them because we knew he had yeah. two daughters that were, were that were killed. Um, and then two, the other, going back to the other complaint I had about about Alice and how she's just kind of wandering through a field with some abstract shit and some riddles. Uh, although the actor who gives the riddles, the gardener, he uh, he's an actor who pops up in a bunch of stuff. Mm. Um, he he he's one of those actors that pops up in little minor character roles like this all over the place. I yeah. think when I looked him up uh, on IMDb, I was curious where he was from. I got like five completely different movies that I'd seen. Yeah, I definitely recognise him, but yeah. I couldn't tell you anything he's, in particular. Yeah, he's got one of those faces. He just pops, and it's usually a creepy character. He's got just a really sort of skinny mm. face, so they kind of use him for uh, things like that. I think one of the, oddly the thing I never, I never got to, and I don't think unless it was an early season, I just don't remember. But he played Death in Supernatural. <laughs> I can see it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. he could play yeah, Death. I, I, I can see it. Yeah, you're right. He could play Death. Uh, but yeah, he, he's he's been a bunch of stuff for decades at this point. Um, but yeah, so she's just kind of wandering abstract, and when she gets a riddle, it triggers a flashback. And I don't know if her decision to like take the drink and ex- you know accept the family as her new family at the end really has that much weight given the episode. No, I agree with that. It's kind of just like this. It feels like there should be this journey that she's going on in mm. this field, but I don't know quite what the journey is. The, yeah, the journey's kind of absent. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess it's just, like, again, more fear this is going to happen to you. You saw it happen to your sister. It's coming for you. Does the big paper mash your head. Yeah, but they don't really get that across that well this episode, no. compared to the other times that they've done that same message. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's why I think ultimately this is the weakest episode, because that's probably the main part, that's the main focus of the episode, and it kind of falls flat a little bit. Mm. Um Meanwhile, Zoe is mostly sitting at a dinner table for, for the whole episode, and she's with uh, what's the what's the face uh, Robert's wife, Edie. Edie, there Thank you go. That sounds right. I'm, go- I'm going from memory. Yeah, so Edie, Edie, Edie Peach, Edie Peach, okay. uh, and Mama Peach is there, uh, and then the other brother, and basically Edie Peach just never shuts up. <laughs> oh. That voice is getting on my nerves. She talks a lot. She talks a lot about nothing. And they're basically trying to convince... Convince her to just start eating what's there. Yeah. Presumably people. And she's kind of like disgusted by it. At one point, there's like an ear. And she keeps like being tempted and, to eat I'm the pretty ear clear. It's, yeah, it's definitely people when there's an ear. Yeah. Well, no, I'm saying at first it wasn't. Obviously, uh, at first it wasn't. It was by the time we got, meat, yeah. yeah, by the time we got to the year, yeah, it was pretty, you know, confirmed. But I'm saying at first it was just like slices of meat. It could have been, yeah. you know, it could have been beef or something. I don't know. Yeah, it could have been beef. A little, a little beefish. Yeah, beefy. Do you think it tastes like beef? I don't know. I like beef when it's cooked right. I feel like. How, yeah. how often do you get it where it's cooked wrong? I don't. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's really easy to cook roast beef wrong. It's really easy to to make it really dry or chewy and, and kind of just shit. It's you, you got to get it right okay, for the roast okay. beef. Um, that, that was really not my point, but uh, so, <laughs> I, I'm just assuming human is the same rules. It's really hard to get it right. Probably, probably need practice. Um, despite being ginger, I'm sure you don't taste like gingerbread, which is a shame. Because gingerbread is, is actually probably, quite nice. Yeah, disappointing. Yeah. 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 Um, but 
<laughs> yeah, so, so, but they basically discover what she's been doing, uh, and mm. they're trying to convince her to eat more meat. At one point, they've got, like, Sundays out on their on their table, but I was like, but when I looked closer at them, I'm like, wait, what's that flown at the top? Uh, yeah. Are those bits of meat? Is that meat in a Sunday? What, what are you doing? I think it is. It's yeah. like, like, I, I love a lot of meat, but it's just too far. Yeah. I think, honestly, and again, this was kind of fine, but it was, it was definitely a minor part of the episode, and like I say, it was kind of repetitive, I think. What mm. did work a little bit better, uh, and was definitely had more shock value, was uh, the other stuff with uh, with Louise um, and Luke. Yes, definitely. Be- because he goes to her, he's, he's killed Robert, and, or he thinks he's killed Robert, because eventually, he convinces Louise, like, help me like, dispose of the body and whatnot, and she does, but it starts to move at one point, and like, he's like, oh, I'm going to make sure I kill him, and he like... He stabs it with a shovel. Stabs it with a shovel, and they basically chop him up, as we said, although at one point he disappears as well. They, they turn around and his body's just missing. Mm. Uh, and in fact, my favourite part actually is just before he does stab it with a shovel, he just yells mouse when he moves. He's like, he just sort of sits up in the bag, like, mouse, he's like, oh, screw this, shovel. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, but yeah, so he convinces Louise that they can trust his dad. That he's convinced that they've got something on his dad, and that's why he has to help. Yeah. And of course, every, the longer this scene went on, the more I was convinced that the father is going to screw you badly, sunshine. <laughs> yep. It's just like okay, this isn't ending well. It went. It went on too long. He was trying to convince Louise, and Louise just kind of went okay at the end. And I'm like, yeah, this is this ain't going to end well. Mm. And he, he, he takes the beheaded Robert to his dad. And his dad drives him out somewhere. And under the guise that they're going to bury Robert. And, you know. Yeah, yeah. And they talk about how, okay, you know, he came to me with a deal when he was the deputy. He's like, oh, I'll make you chief. But, and I'll, you know, you give you the, you'll be able to clear things up. But just uh, turn a blind eye to Butcher's Block. Just uh, mm. let some of those fucks go missing. Yeah. Um,. And he's he's talking to him. Oh, maybe you'll be better than I was. Maybe you'll do this. Maybe you'll do that. And it looks like yeah, I will. You know what? Like I'm better than this. And yeah. um, when they get out to the grave, though, he slits his son's throat and pushes yep. him into the grave. He makes him dig what turned out to be his own grave. And I'm like, okay, whatever they've got in him, <laughs> whatever he's benefiting from, however scared he is of these people, it has to be huge. That's it. I don't know if it's a scared or if he's just benefiting that much. I feel like that's the least interesting one because if he's benefiting that much, he's just evil. He is, but he doesn't play it like he's scared of them that much. Mm, that's true. That's true. Uh, at least not when he's talking to his son, you know, in the car. He's, oh, he's not got... then, yeah. And and he he looks a bit horrified when he sees the head. He's like, what have you done? But mm. I still don't know which way it's going to play for sure. I could, it could go either way still at this point. I don't know. And Louise witnesses this. Louise is in the car, but she's far enough away she can't do anything about it, but she's like seeing it from a distance. Mm. Uh, and she gets over to him at the end and uh, he's lying in there. He's, he's not quite dead yet, but like, I mean, it'll take some very quick and expertise medical attention to, to take care yeah, of Yeah, it's a slit throat. throat. There's, there's, there's only so much you can do. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe they'll argue, oh, it wasn't that deep, so I don't know. Sure. I don't know. I, do TV I logic, feel like I he know. should probably just be dead. He should probably just be dead. I can see, like, oh no, he can't speak anymore. I, it, would, it would cheapen the moment a little bit if he's not dead, I think. Yeah, because it's, it's a nice shock if he is. And if he's not, then it feels, yeah, it's just it's a, the cheap shock ending that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. I was going to say something and I forgot. Something about you, you mentioned losing his voice. Oh yeah, I was going to say, I've, I've watched a lot of stuff recently with mute characters. 
yeah. or death characters. Because yeah. uh, uh, Shape of Water, I did Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance and Overload with Matt. That's got a death character in it. There's a lot of sane language. Um, mm. Mute. <laughs> the film yeah, we Mute. did that shit. Yeah. And there was a, there was a death character in uh, Dark not that long ago. It was only a couple of months. Uh-huh. I, feel like I, just, I feel like I've seen a lot of... Uh... I, I watched uh, Hush not so long before that. There you go. Yeah. Does this, a, bit, does... a, bit, a bit of a streak. Yeah, just, just a lot, lot of either death or mute or both uh, kicking around. Mm. Regardless, they all lead to sign language, is, is, what, I'm, is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> they do. But I've seen a lot of that uh, recently. No, no to, to get to this moment here, though, with, with Luke, I feel like I can see him being alive because that's kind of the, the journey he's been going on as, you know, this, this, this arc. And it feels like, okay, it's been cut short. And I hope it has been cut short. It's got more weight of just the shock of, oh, you know, we, we subverted those expectations. I could see him being dead, but we see him in the, the house, like, world. Mm, maybe. You know, because it's, like, the afterlife, because it's this or that. Or maybe Robert will, like, save him for that world, like, you know, and take him mm. there or something, I don't know. Well, he wants to torture him. Yeah, torture him or make them one of him, one of them or whatever, like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, I, I really don't know. Beyond, obviously, the sisters having to overcome their fear and, like, escape. Right. I don't know what what we're doing with the other characters exactly. And and we did spend a fair amount of time this episode with these other characters, more more so than I expected to. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're definitely setting up that Louise and Luke are main characters, which is why it's it's quite effective if Luke is actually dead. If that was his yeah. death. Now, to be fair, we've got six episodes. This is the end of episode four. Like it's you know it's two thirds in. It's the end of your act. It's two. feasible for it to be yeah. a death. Yeah. Uh, and I was it, but I just there's a I, okay. They could try and swerve it and i hope they don't you could be a floating ghost next episode he could he could i suppose why not no no, no. reincarnated as a mouse very <laughs> around as a mouse that's what's mm-hmm. that'd be amusing uh but no, that's, that's pretty much it I, I thought it was a weaker episode overall it's one of the weakest of the season but yeah um we'll see if uh if episode five and six can uh can bring it back uh julian richens was the, the name of the uh the actor i was talking about the, the gardener this has been tons right. of stuff. Uh, it was actually, Joe. It was in Man of Steel, and like I can kind of remember it now. I'm thinking about it, but that's not what I was thinking of. I, actually, one of the things he was in was Urban Legend. I remember him in that. He was the uh, the weird like janitor dude in that movie. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it was in X Men Three. I don't remember him in that though. Again, this is why I'll go. Oh, I know his yeah. face because even though I don't remember him in these roles, I've definitely seen these movies. I've seen him in them. Yeah, you know, you've seen, you've seen him in tons of stuff. I'm just I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Oh, he was in The Witch. I've not seen that one yet. Or Vivage, if, if you want to... Yeah, you do the correct pronunciation. Yeah. Is it correct? Are you supposed to pronounce it like it's, that? It's, it's not. It's just yeah. correct based on the way it is written. You're really holding those hiccups back. You're really uh, yeah. you're really fighting there. I was in Wrong Turn. There's, there's another one I've seen. Yeah, Been tons of stuff. Like I can say, a good 20 plus years of... Oh, he was in Cube. That's right. That's right. He was the he was the, the opening scene in Cube, that's right. Yeah, yeah like I say, he's been he's been around for a while. Anyway, uh, that is us. That is uh, episode four of Channel Zero Butcher's Block. Let us know what you think of this one in the comments below. Like and subscribe, all the usual stuff. Get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash mailfuzz TV. There'll be a link to that in the description. But otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla? Mm-hmm.